Gary Averbach keeps up the brisk pace as he marches along the shoulder of the Trans-Canada Highway in British Columbia. It's pretty scary when those big 18-wheelers whiz by him, but the Vancouver real estate developer and philanthropist is getting used to the danger. He's covered over a 1,000 miles so far since he left Calgary at the end of June to raise money for cancer research. Today, he's three-quarters of the way to the finish line in Vancouver. He hopes to make it there by mid-August. Averback is 79 years old. He turns 80 this fall, and his goal is to collect half a million dollars. It's a promise he made last summer to his late cousin and business partner, Robert Golden, who told him to do this the very day before Golden passed away from bone cancer. So Averback has been battling 40-plus degree temperatures this week. He walks a half a marathon a day or more. He's already gone through six pairs of shoes, but don't tell him he's like Steve Fonio or Terry Fox. I mean, and uh, Terry, listen, with that pun, you know, who couldn't love him? <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't compare myself. and I get upset with people who even insinuate that I might. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, July the 28th, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Gary Averbach is head of Belmont Properties in Vancouver, and he's been a prominent volunteer with the Jewish community for many years. He always wanted to tick a walk like this off his bucket list, but... After his cousin's death, he went on to lose two other cousins and also his housekeeper to cancer this spring, so he decided to turn his personal challenge walk across the Rocky Mountains into a memorial fundraiser. Coming up, Gary Averbach will be here to tell us a bit about life on the road, but first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. I'm Amir Dembner in Whitehorse, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. A Vancouver graphic artist and comic book author Miriam Lubicki has just won a prestigious award at the San Diego Comic-Con. She received the Inkpot Award at this important conference for her body of work in long-form graphic essays. Lubicki's an Israeli-American dual citizen, but she lives in B.C. She teaches at Emily Carr University. She's been a writer-in-residence at the Vancouver Public Library, and she's worked with Holocaust survivors to turn their stories into comic books. In 2017, she won a Vine Award in Canadian Jewish Literature. Her novel, Jobnik, is based on her time serving in the Israeli Army. You can find more about her in the link in our show notes. So we found Gary Averbach in his motel alongside the Trans-Canada Highway at Boston Bar, B.C. It's south of Lytton, and he just completed another daily walk. Okay, so let's do this, and then maybe, I don't want to take up your whole rest time. I know that you probably need to have your schluff, so. Just um. <laughs> a, a shower is what I really need. Okay. You know, I'm, full of, I'm full of dust from the road. And, and you have this, a good suntan, that's for sure. You literally just got off the road, right, from today's... Uh, today's walk how many kilometers did you manage to get in before it was too hot uh, only about 24 which is like i i uh, try to do at least 25 and i've been averaging 27 but when the temperature just rose and rose and then i knew i had to be back here uh, uh that was my excuse but it really was way too hot today to continue walking you know, when you started to train, I, I imagine you had certain ideas of what would be the challenge. Would it be the geography? Would it be the boredom? Or would it be the the weather? 
you know, now that you're sitting in a, in your quiet, you know, hotel room today, what are the, what are the top challenges do you think it has been to do this uh, feat for the summer of those three? You know, before uh, we hit the desert, um, I would have said the challenges were the mountain hills and the cold. It was cold, you know, I mean, uh, single digit cold in uh, Banff and, uh, the mountains and I hated it because quite often it would be it would rain and but you know it was what it was and uh, but it's it, I mean it's gorgeous country but I was really looking forward to the uh, to the warmth now I sort of figure some somewhere in between would have been nice uh, the 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 heat is uh, I trained in Palm Springs for 15 days and temperature is very like this but I don't know why it's different it is different it's much more draining here. How have you rearranged your walking schedule then in order to accommodate this new challenge? I know maybe the well, hours. Can you describe? Yeah, we, we got up at four o'clock this morning uh, to, uh, you know, you got to start early because after afternoon, uh, it really gets hot. I mean, there's no shadows at all. You know, so you're walking in directly under the sun and um, that, 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 that makes it tough. You have much beautiful pictures, but what has been the most thing that's touched you the most so far as you've as you've seen this part of the country from the ground and not from a car the pictures is my i it almost chokes me up because i really you know i didn't expect to see um ranches with multitude canadian flags we're not, we're not talking on canada day this is like uh, just a week ago um and the um even alberta you hear about um, uh, alienation well, we do more with our BC flag. I don't see the, I didn't see the Alberta flag, but I saw Canadian flags everywhere. And of course, we were in uh, uh, Banff on Canada Day. And, um, you know, that, that, uh, that, that really did surprise me. But you sort of get, get, the, get the feeling um, that, that maybe it's media hype about this um, Western alienation. There's a good reason for it. There's no doubt about it. I, I sympathize with a lot of the Western alienation. But there's no uh, anger, no, you don't see the, the feeling uh, that people uh, are unhappy about, about, the, about Canada. They're just uh, maybe unhappy about the people running it. You know, that's, I think, more. So that was, that was the, uh, the, the main surprise. I have to think again about, about other surprises. But uh, lar largely, um, that, you know, I've never been a... Um, I won't say I'm a, I'm a right winger. I've never been to go a tree hugger or a, um, a um, active environmentalist, but I can see a lot of um, reason to be concerned. There certainly was effects of climate change. We had a horrible spring this year and then last winter and then the flooding. Um, you know, we're not doing enough, but I, but I get the feeling that um, maybe uh, if people protested less and looked for solutions more you know it's one thing to pr protest the, uh, the 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 pipelines but you're not going to uh, why don't you look for a solution to or to fossil fuels you know rather than protesting fossil fuels the energy spent on protesting it was bent more on um, looking for solutions it's just like a, i'm walking for cancer okay now i could i could go and and, and pick at a, a tobacco uh a pharmacy that sells tobacco. You know, BC still has uh, tobacco and pharmacies. I can go pick at those those things, but what good would I be doing really? But looking for raising money for a solution to cancer, that's 
what the what, uh, thing, and that's that's the thing that I observe. There, there are solutions needed. Uh, we, I see these trains two or three kilometers long of, of of tankered cars. Why are they there? Because we can't get enough uh, oil to the west coast, you know, uh, because there aren't enough pipelines. So that's a disaster waiting to happen. I mean, if one of those trains, you know, just like what happened in Quebec uh, was about 15 years ago, that's, that could happen so easily. Just because people have delayed and delayed and delayed the pipeline that could now be delivering oil, not just to, to us, but to earn money to pay for some of the things that we need, like better health care. You know, a lot of people probably, uh, and you probably too, watch Terry Fox walk through Canada, Steve Fonio, and, you know, I, I'm sure there's no, they were the cancer patients, not you. So there's, yeah, there's no comparison. Right? I don't even compare myself. I've got two legs. I'm in good health. I'm, I'm only walking uh, uh, one, uh, one fifth of what they did. And, um, you know, they, uh, they, they were true heroes, even the, Steve Fonio had some character flaws. What I'm what I what I'm doing is something that uh, first of all was just a bucket list thing. I decided um, about five years ago because I walk a lot, and I walk for recreation uh, around Stanley Park, and I and it suddenly struck me, you know, if I did this every day, I could get to Calgary in two months, and uh, so I said. That, that's that's going to be my goal before I'm 80. And I talked to my friends. They all thought I was an idiot and, you know, that, that I wasn't serious. I, uh, and, but I never thought of doing it for charity. I thought of doing it just because I could. And I don't know if you've heard the story. My uh, my cousin, Barney, he he uh, was going to take the needle the next day. And so I came to kiss him goodbye. And he, in front of his whole family, he grabbed my hand and said, I want you to do the walk uh, for uh, my cancer. And uh, the rest is history. That's how it became Bob's Walk. Are you having fun still? It's a big slog now. You're almost on the way home now. There's a little bit left. Is it still fun? Not as much as it was. You know, not, not these last couple of days with the heat. I, you know, I, but otherwise, yeah, it has been fun. Um, I have had a chance to do a lot of uh, thinking, um, you know, about my life and what my priorities should be. And... Um, you know, um, it's been it's been good. It's been good because, like I said, I when I'm walking, um, I, I don't walk with the company. I, I I have a lot of time to think, and um, you know, uh, uh, eighty is 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 only a number, but on the other hand, it's an important number, it's, and it's time that I decide what I want to do with the rest of my you know um, dozen or so years. Because I, I, uh, my ins the insurance that I took an insurance policy in our company, and I now find I, uh, according to adjustment, I, I will live to ninety two or ninety three, according to adjusters. Poo poo poo. You know, well, I'll worry about that in ten years. <laughs> See what it is then. But I think it's you know, incredible. I think it's incredible. You know, uh, eighty is the new sixty, especially how you feel now. Is there anything else you wanted our listeners and viewers to know about or understand before we? Yeah, yeah I, I really think the key to, the key to uh, staying alert and stuff like this is always have something that you look forward to. You always have something planned for it, whether it's a, whether it's a uh, vacation, uh, whether it's, it's, way, it's looking forward to, to your, your youngest grandson's bar mitzvah that you don't want to miss that or your daughter's, your granddaughter's wedding. 
always have something that really you got you, you got to think about and look forward to because as long as you're looking forward to something uh, i think that makes life meaningful the day you have nothing to look forward to you might as well you know call, call it a day well, um, I want to wish you an advanced happy birthday. My birthday is October 11th. So we're kind of oh, one day apart in a few years. Yeah, so we're pretty apart. close, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, a couple, of, a couple of decades in between. But I, I think this is great. We'll put the link in the show notes to how people can follow you, how people can donate, even up until your birthday, they'll be open, right? The link? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to close the link till my birthday, you know, although we're pretty sure now that we will uh, achieve my goal of half a million. That's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes out to Wolf Ehrlichman, who lives in the Kingston area. Wolf's a member of the Independent Jewish Voices Group, and he wrote in to say that he listened to our episode on the one-year anniversary of the Emergency National Summit on Antisemitism and says, I should give space also to groups like his on the podcast. His group says the Israeli government inflicts apartheid, displacement, and violence on the Palestinians every day. That's straight from their website. And he says, I shouldn't only interview mainstream pro-Israel groups like Sija or Erwin Kotler. I'd be open to hearing your thoughts on the issue. We'll be back on Tuesday after the long holiday weekend with new episodes. And until then, thanks for listening to the CJN Daily. Mm-hmm.